hey, hey, you, stop what you're doing, especially if you're sabotaging yourself. One of the most important projects you'll ever work on is getting out of your own freaking way. And guess what? I've got someone to help you with that. Rachel Wilson Thibodeau, my little big sister, award-winning speaker, digital marketing consultant, author, brand strategist, and not to mention she's an expert at wearing high heels because she's kind of height-challenged, if you know what I mean. But on the flip side, she sounds taller than she really is. Okay, I digress. Welcome to the project. Get out of your own way podcast with Rachel Wilson Tipido. Hey, brilliant people. It is that time once again. Wilson Thibodeau and I am excited once again to bring you an awesome swag-tastic guest in Misty Buard also known as the food truck lady and there's oh my goodness there there are several really fascinating things about Misty and what she does and you're going to hear about those things but one thing I'll tell you right now and this is just one reason you do not want to move you do not want to miss this although Misty is in the food truck business and she's known as the food truck lady she does not actually own a food truck mm-hmm. yeah I, I told you it, it is fascinating so what she does is really interesting, really creative, really dope. So you're going to hear all about that. So sit back, get ready. And I want to remind you, if you've been listening to the podcast, and even if you're a newcomer, if this is your first time and you really enjoy the podcast, write us a review. We really appreciate that. Reviews matter. Go over to Apple Podcasts, also known as Apple iTunes or formerly known as Apple iTunes and write a review. Now, if you hate the podcast, you know, if you're not feeling it, it's, it, it doesn't do it for you, mm, then you don't necessarily have to write a podcast, have to write a review. Now, if you feel the need to, okay, go ahead. But I prefer you, you tell me that send me a message, send me a DM. Maybe we can, we can change that experience for you. But on the other hand, if you are loving it, then by all means, we want to hear about that. So go over and write us a review. All right. So let's get ready to jump into this awesome episode, episode 20 with Misty Buard. Hello, hello, and welcome, welcome to Project Get Out Your Own Way podcast. I am your host, Rachel Wilson Thibodeau, and I am super excited, and I know, guys, I, I say that from time to time, I'm especially excited to have my guest today, and you're going to be excited too when you hear from her, because I, I think what she does is is nothing short of amazing. She has a lot to share with you. So hello and welcome, Misty Bjord. Hello. <laughs> How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm very good. Now, let, let's just jump into this. I'm now, right. I have to tell you, I, I like to start with the most important question 
this this is really critical. It, it's very important that we you know we we get this question out of out of the way. So are you are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. All right. So you are you sure you're ready? I was born ready, Rachel. I'm ready. Oh, okay. Well, ex- excuse me, ma'am. <laughs> All right. So here here goes. I told you this is extremely important. So I happen to know that you are a native of Dallas. Um. Like, like me, you are now in Houston. So I just have to, I have to ask, which, which city has the, the better food? Oh, shoot. Hands down, Houston. Why do you think I live here? <laughs> you know, you may have just made some Dallas people upset. They, they're, they're not going to be happy to hear that. I love you all. <laughs> but there you go. Okay, I, I told y'all we, we have to get the, the most important thing out of the way, and you will find out why I asked Misty about food in particular because she she knows something about knows something about food. So let me share with you about Misty Buard. She is a thought leader, marketing maven, food truck advocate, and founder of Brand Appetite an innovative company that creates unforgettable experiences using food trucks for marketing promotions and brand activation. Let that just just soak in a bit. Uses food trucks for marketing promotions and brand activations. Misty has worked as a marketing manager for national and international brands and a tech startup based in San Francisco. Outside of her work in corporate America, Misty served as a marketing consultant for small businesses launching in Houston, and she often teaches marketing to entrepreneurs participating in the SURE program at the Bauer College of Business at the University of Houston, which happens to be my alma mater. Misty is known in the community as the food truck lady. You got to love that. She's planned food truck festivals across the city of Houston, and she takes pride in bringing exposure to the underrepresented chefs who provide amazing cuisine from their roaming vehicles. She also partners with local food trucks to feed the homeless throughout the year. And as you have heard, she is a native of Dallas. She also holds a bachelor's degree in communication from Stephen F. Austin State University in Natchitoches, Texas. That's that's Louisiana. This is Nacogdoches. This is Nacogdoches. Okay. <laughs> there you go. All right. So, wow, Misty. You make me sound really good reading that. Just want to, you know, if I ever need what? a hype man or a hype woman, you're my girl. Oh, I'm I'm here. I'm I'm here certainly. So. Okay, everyone doesn't just wake up and decide they are going to promote food trucks, that they're going to merge food trucks and marketing. So (laughs) share with us, how how did you get to that? Oh, wow. So, Rachel, um, I'm I'm a lover of marketing, okay? But the traditional marketing. Ah, traditional marketing, okay. Because, see, when I graduated college, Facebook was only a year old, and it was only for college students, mm-hmm. right? So there was, mm-hmm. there were, unfortunately, there were no social media classes. It was old school marketing, old school advertising, and that's what I ended up getting uh, several jobs in. So fell in love with marketing, just the traditional aspect of really building relationships. 
I also fell in love with food trucks. Okay. Okay. So, fell so deeply in love with them, gained about 18 to 20 pounds in 2013, <laughs> chasing one particular truck around Third Ward. We'll talk about him later. He's no longer here. <laughs> okay. I lost weight after he left. <laughs> gotcha. Um, so I, I, I literally, I just wanted to do something that brought just, I don't know, I just wanted to do something different. I'm like, how mm-hmm. can I take my two loves? and put them together. How could I take my love for marketing and my love for food trucks and combine the two? Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. it's funny because I actually worked as a junior publicist for an entertainment agency in Houston that's no longer here. And Walt Mm -hmm. Disney Pictures was one of their clients. And at the time, they were promoting the movie Frozen. So this is 2013, I believe. Right. And you know how big Frozen went. Yeah. our job as a publicist as a, in an entertainment uh, company that they, that was our client, I mean, sorry, they were, that they hired, we had to figure out how we wanted to really promote this for them. You know, that's what they're paying us for. Sure. So our team decided to brand a food truck. And what that means is literally wrap it with the theme of the movie Frozen. So you have Ooh. Elsa and Olaf and mm-hmm. all those other people on there. And we literally branded the food truck. The theme is frozen, so we passed out popsicles to match okay, the theme. Okay, I like it. And we went to different movie theaters across the country. And oh, the kids, boy. Yeah, so when the, I have to show you pictures. And when the kids would come to the truck, at the, so we were promoted, like, hey, we're going to be at Ed, – so in Houston, we did Edwards Greenway Plaza. So we're mm, going to be mm-hmm. here. We have all the kids come. We give them a frozen popsicle, a frozen coloring book, and some more little items. And there you go to promote the movie. And now, and Frozen that has sounds like a great marketing campaign. It was a wonderful idea. And so after seeing that, and I remember Rachel, to be honest, I was so upset that day, right? Because it was a Sunday. I don't want to go to work on a Sunday. It's <laughs> raining. Ah, and honey, my idea, and I, I didn't realize it at the time, but later on, I was like, oh my God, those are my two loves. Let me put those together. I can do this mm. for me. So mm-hmm. that's how I was. That's how it came about. Oh, boy. Okay. Okay. So I, I happen to know you worked in the corporate arena for, for a while. So kind of walk us through this path, you transitioning from working in marketing, uh, communications in corporate to you going out and, and launching Brand Appetite. Because I, I'm thinking this didn't just kind of happen overnight. No, not at all. It's still happening, dear. Um, <laughs> so, um, again, lover of marketing and my first, so my first marketing job in Houston was actually with clear channel radio. So, okay. Not really a job job, like the part-time promotions person that you see go do the radio remotes and you okay. know marketing, so you know what I'm talking about. Okay. Okay. Right? So that was my start. And then after that, I ended up uh, getting a position with an organic sweetener company in Sugarland. Uh, so did that, and I was the I started as the marketing assistant and worked my way up. Uh, mm-hmm. But I loved it, and but how we did it because you know, it was an organic sweetener company in Houston in 2008. Honey, no one was eating organic in Houston. Uh, yeah, in 2008. I, I'm sure probably not enough people eat organic sweeteners now <laughs> in Houston. Remember, in Houston, we were we yeah were the fattest city for what? Yeah. Oh my god. I can't remember. Yeah. So how we got the word out about the Organic Sweetener Company was trade shows. 
So I spend a lot of time traveling to the fancy foods. It's literally this trade show was called Fancy Foods. It was one in San Francisco. It's one in New York. Uh, going to Ooh. trade shows in Anaheim, California, to uh, literally you name it. We were there because those were the okay. cities that were eating organic. It was right. actually a trade right. show called All Things Organic in Chicago. So just I fell in love with that. Like literally you mm-hmm. built those relationships. So anyway, so did that for years, worked at, as a marketing, uh, in marketing at a law firm. Again, seeing it, marketing at a law firm is literally, you're really like an a, a event planner. Because you're mm-hmm. hosting, you're, you know, you're taking your clients to the Astros game in a suite, et cetera. Again, because people do business with people that they like. Right. Um, my last real corporate job, I was the, I think my title was communications and events director mm-hmm. for, um, I almost said the company name. I don't want to say it because I'm going to tell a bad story about them. Um, <laughs> okay. okay. But the moment, the moment that I realized I needed to do something different, Rachel, I was literally, um, I was planning the company's um, annual conference. So it's, mm-hmm. uh, it was a three- to four-day conference with 300 doctors plus their spouses. Oh, boy. Okay. Right? And I was planning it, and I think I was hired like eight weeks before I had to get it all together. It was so stressful. Eight weeks? Literally. <laughs> like, I did not want to take the job. I'm like, y'all are crazy. But anyway, I got it done. Mm-hmm. And so the mm-hmm. following year, I got a chance to really plan it right? Because now I've been here, I've done it. And so I had a huge whiteboard in my office. And Rachel, I've written out several ideas to try to enhance this conference, because it was just outdated. And I reported to the CEO. I was so excited about my ideas. I had it all planned out, the action plan, how I was going to do it. Mm -hmm. He mixed every one of my ideas. Mm. And that was the moment where I was like, I cannot be put in the box. And Mm -hmm. so that's when I was like, I got to figure something out. Wow. Okay. Okay. Now, guys, I don't want you to miss this because this happens all the time. And and I, you know, and it's not to say that it doesn't happen with men and women, but I guess because I work a lot with women, I hear stories like this all the time with very capable, successful women presenting ideas, pitching ideas that, that are mixed and sometimes by men, and the question really is, what are you going to do with that? Because sometimes we just kind of go in a corner, go off in a corner and sulk and, uh, you know, oh, well, it's me, and why is everything so fair, unfair, or or are you going to pivot and do something different and take those ideas and do something with them? Now, clearly, Misty, you, you decided to do the latter. And so talk to us about <laughs> a few examples, or maybe, maybe you don't want to share a few, that's up to you, but share with us at least one or two examples of when you first kind of realized you were getting in your own way in making this <laughs> transition. Did you see my eyeballs? Yeah. <sighs> okay. So I, I, I'm going to share one because I think this one is so prevalent and maybe okay. I'm really hoping that it can help someone. Okay. So here I was. First of all, I just want to tell people, leverage what you have. Like you have everything you need mm. right here in this moment. Leverage what you have. Just want to repeat that. Okay. 
I was not thinking that way at the time. So long story short, Rachel, I was uh, I, I went to a co-working space here in Houston. Okay. Okay. Small co-working space. Uh, they literally converted an old house in Midtown and turned it into a co yeah, so it's not the usual. Okay. And it was probably 40 of us who were there on a okay. daily basis. So I'm a broke entrepreneur at this time, okay? Mm-hmm. I go in, talk to the guy who started it, tell him who I am. I am the food truck lady. Here's what I can mm-hmm. do for you. I can bring food trucks in on a weekly basis at no cost to you to feed the people here. And guess what? I got free co-working space. Woo! Mm. That was a time I leveraged gotcha. what I had. I didn't have any money, but what I did have was a resource, okay? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm at this co-working space, and I am frustrated one random day there. And this guy walks in, and he, you know, some people just look like success, right? He looked, oh, yeah. He yeah. smelled, he, and, and he wasn't arrogant in any way, but there was just this, this aura about him, this confidence, right? I didn't know this guy from Adam, and mm-hmm. I walk up to him, and I tell him about my idea. And at the time, I only had, I think, Brand Appetite as a name, and I mm-hmm. had this idea in my head. No real concepts outside of what I did for Frozen what we did working for someone else. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So anyway, I tell him this idea, had no idea that he too was in advertising, that he had his own advertising firm. I had no idea. Oh boy. Okay. Right. So I'm telling him this entire idea and I'm frustrated as I'm telling him, I'm pissed off. Like nothing's going right. <laughs> I don't have this. I don't have that. You know, if you knew me, this wouldn't be sound surprising. Uh, uh-huh. um, and he was like, this is a phenomenal idea. And he said to me, you're going to be successful. Mm. Get out of your own way. Mm. Hmm. Girl, I wanted to choke him. <laughs> of course. Of course. How dare you tell me I'm getting in my own way when I'm over here, I'm doing this, I'm doing that, I'm doing this. Mm-hmm. I did not see it at the time. Now, hindsight is always twenty twenty. Yeah. Um, so what I can share is that I was so busy at the time looking at everything I didn't have. I don't have a food truck. Mm. I don't know it. I don't know a wrapping company. I don't know. Ma'am, you call yourself the food truck lady. You've mm-hmm. been booking food trucks for different events, different festivals. Pick up a phone and call one of the food trucks. Mm. But I couldn't see that at the time. I could only see I don't have a food truck. I don't know a wrap company. I mm-hmm. don't know how to do this. I, there, I remember even saying um, something along the lines of, you know, like, say if you wanted to start a, let's say, a nail salon or something. Mm-hmm. You know, well, you, have mm-hmm. a, you have a playbook. There's no playbook for what I do. I only have two competitors. <laughs> I just remember being mad. Yeah. <laughs> but I think it took me a while to actually see what he was saying. But that was my moment because I was so focused on lack, what I do not have versus mm. every single resource that I did have. Oof, boy, yeah, that's that's a big one. <laughs> that and, and I think that is very prevalent. Uh, I, a couple of things you said when you 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 were saying that you know you were focusing on what you did not have and not thinking about your resources. And you know, I'm thinking, of course, there's Google. You know, I, I tend to think that way. But the other piece, and I, Missy, I think you will really appreciate this because I know how you feel about building organic relationships and making real connections. We often forget about the people we know, people in our network, and whether it's from a previous job, whether it's, it's somebody at your child's school, whether it's people at church. I mean, 
all of us, or I would say most of us, we know more people than we even realize sometimes. And sometimes it's just a matter of reaching out to people you know and see who they know and what they know. I mean, would, would you agree? Honey, I would, you see my face. <laughs> I totally agree. And you know what, Rachel? Can I share one more way that I got in my way just last sure. year? Sure. 2019, 2018. Yeah, not, not to say I didn't get in my way in 2019. <laughs> Let me be very honest. Gotcha. So, one more thing. So um, I love, um, as you saw in the bio, I literally love feeding the homeless. Mm-hmm. My mom, when I was seven, my mom, we used to go out there with like, a few of her friends and just do it, right? So I fell in love with it oh. as a kid. I love that she exposed you to that at, at that age, too. Yeah. And so it's, it's crazy because people are like, you're not scared? And I'm like, no, for what? Mm-hmm. Um, but it's so, okay, so last, so 2018, I keep saying last year. So 2018 Christmas. Mm-hmm. I usually volunteer to go feed the homeless. Um, mm-hmm. I called one of my I called one of my good networking buddies who used to own a radio station, and because he does this too, so he knows all the places. So mm-hmm. every place he gave me in 2018, I call them, and they are not taking any more volunteers. Mm-hmm. And what do I do? I'm mad. Something's <laughs> mm-hmm. wrong with me. But I'm like, well, how do you not? I volunteer with you all the time, and you yeah. just. You know, you just talking to the person who just wants to rent, you know, pissed off. And mm-hmm. I think the next day, mm-hmm. it literally was like literally just put into my spirit. Um, ma'am, don't you call yourself the food truck lady? Mm-hmm. Don't you have about 50 food truck friends in your phone? I call mm-hmm. one of my favorites and I say to him, hey, I really want to feed the homeless this year. What do you think about us taking the food truck out, feeding the homeless, et cetera? Mm-hmm. And he was like, of course. Mm-hmm. So back to your point of you forget what's right there. I'm so busy, upset at these people because they don't want to accept me as a volunteer or they don't have, not even accept me. They don't have room for me. Mm-hmm. Damn. You know, 35, you, like you literally know several food trucks. Right. Drum roll, right. please. So I, that was, <laughs> that was like just real. Like I think sometimes we just put up all these barriers, right, in our head. Oh, yeah. Oh, so, yeah. That was another one. I was about to be pissed off and mad because I couldn't volunteer. When you could right. create your own volunteer effort. Yes, make it happen. Make so, it happen. I love that's it. Another one. Okay, okay. So I want to I want to go back a bit to uh, again, kind of when you're getting started early on, it, it, kind of before you actually launch Brand Appetite. Because from what I understand, you start. I mean, this started out obviously is with your love for food. But also, were you like blogging, doing some blogging or blogging <laughs> about food trucks? And I, I want you to talk about that because I also found that interesting. And it's just a reminder that, you know, sometimes things that we love, that we're passionate about, sometimes we discount those things and we don't think that we can turn them into a business or into profit. Right. So go back and, and kind of walk us through that. So uh, the friend that I told you who, owns a, who owned a radio station, um, I remember just being at the radio station one day and was just telling him how much I love, we're just talking, you know, regular conversation. Yeah. Yeah. And he was like, I'm going to start calling you the food truck lady. And I don't remember what year this was at this time, Rachel, but it stuck with me. It resonated. 
Mm-hmm. So I created mm-hmm. a website. I created uh, an Instagram called The Food Truck Lady. And at mm-hmm. the time, I was just posting uh, different food trucks across the world because mm-hmm. there's so many creative dishes, right? And you'll hear, oh, yeah. you'll hear older people sometimes call food trucks roach, roach coaches. Have you ever heard that? <laughs> No, I haven't heard that, but that is very interesting. You and your coaches. And it wasn't, and they were still eating from them. That's the interesting part. Um, anyway. Wow. Okay. Um, so I knew, so I'm, so at this time, I'm just like, literally, I'm, I'm, I'm a content curator. Right, because I'm mm-hmm. only in Houston now. I was still mm-hmm. traveling at the time mm-hmm. with jobs or to see friends. So when I was there, I would take advantage and meet local food trucks and tell them who I was. And I just kept like just creating like like literally if I, I would search the hashtag food truck on Instagram, and if yeah. I saw an interesting food item, screenshot it, repost right. it, tell the people who they are, what city they're in. And it just kind of grew from there. And I would also do interviews. So I would, like, I, I, my best friend lives in Atlanta. And so I, uh, I, I literally I have. That's a great place for food trucks. Great place for food. And they have such a wonderful food truck community. And so before I would get ready to go out there, I just introduced myself to the food trucks there. Went to their little food truck park, said hi, and took my phone and videoed mm-hmm. and so I, again, you know me, I love these organic relationships. It's either there mm-hmm. or it's not. And yeah. I just kept building from that and just really bringing exposure to the food truck community. And that led to some great things. I will tell you, it led to, uh, do you know who Gordon Ramsay is with Hell's Kitchen? Uh, yes. Yep. I'm going to tell you one of the most exciting moments of my life. Now, nothing came from it yet, but his producer sent me a message on Instagram. Mm saying, hey, I've watched your food truck videos. At the time, they were casting for a show called The F Word. She's like, okay. hey, I'd love to interview you for this show. It, the F Word was the food word. Um, right. I didn't know that at the time. Um, but, like, we did this whole casting thing. It was really great. Nothing came of it because they decided to take the show in a different direction. Mm-hmm. But still, mm-hmm. just to think you were found from that. I was also uh, found yeah. by, Right. And I, but I got in my way later, okay, because I was pissed off again that nothing came of that. <laughs> if you notice, there's a track record of me and my pissivity. Oh, a little. Um, <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. But um, that came up from it, just from the food truck lady. And let me be clear, I don't have tons of followers. I have like 2,400 followers, and, and it's mm-hmm. all organic. That's not paid. Um, right. So that came from right. it. The D.C., the DC, Maryland, Virginia Food Truck Association they reached out to me, wanted me to speak at their conference a couple years ago. Um, people have called. I got a call to book food trucks for this event, that event. So it, wow. it just grew from that. Yeah, it just grew just from doing something that was exciting for me. Wow. Okay, so I, I got a couple of things from that. One is, I mean, again, look what can happen when you kind of follow your passion. And guys, some of you know who listen to this, I think passion can be overrated. I'm just going to put it out there because I think some people only focus on passion and it's like, I'm going to take this passion and make a million dollars with nothing else. No strategy, no marketing, no plan, just passion. So I'm not saying to do that, but I am saying that often, as I said before, Sometimes we kind of discount 
our passion and think nothing can come of it. You know, it's just something I like to do. It's just a hobby. Notice like I'm saying just because that's often what we say is just whatever, fill in the blank. And so I really want you all to hone in on that. And the other thing about this, Misty was visible. She, she created a website. She got on Instagram. And that is something I see that is a problem for a number of entrepreneurs, budding, aspiring entrepreneurs. It's just getting out there, being visible, showing up. And that can take on different forms, but just get out there. <laughs> so from her being on Instagram and her getting kind of immersing herself in food trucks and the food truck community, look what happened. I mean, if you guys don't know Gordon Ramsay, you, you need to look up Gordon Ramsay. Maybe you don't, you don't watch the Food Network or I, I don't know. Maybe you've been under some rock or something, but Gordon Ramsay is kind of a big deal. So there you, there you go. Um, all right. So I want to know what, and at this point, I'm sure you've done a number of events. Tell, I, I want to hear about what was your favorite event and what made it your favorite event? Oh. And I know that can be tough, but. Just try, try it's to. It's not tough. I'm going to say the first one. Okay. Okay. And the reason, because, okay, so gosh, I wish I could just like have video footage. The first <laughs> one was my favorite because you're seeing your baby come to fruition. Mm-hmm. You know? Sure. sure. So like, so I'll, I'll share this with you. So I, people, people are under the impression that I own a food truck. I do not. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I partner with food trucks in any city across the world, across the globe, mm-hmm. and you know, go from there with the whole project. But to see it their first time, I remember. And let me tell you, it was the launch party, and Rachel, the food truck was two two hours late. Oh no. Okay. So this is the food truck that I have. One hour would be kind of bad, or but two hours late. <laughs> And I'm launching this thing. Do you hear me? I have the who's who of Houston, the PR, the, the, the high-end yeah. PR firms, the event planners. But the oh event planner goodness. I had, she did it so well. She was just like, we're just going to tell people it's going to be a grand appearance. He's two hours late because something on a food truck malfunctioned. Uh-oh. But here I am. Like, you've got to be kidding me. Mm-hmm. But at the moment when the food truck rolled up and you see this brand on this food truck, you see this unique concept. And to see the people who were there like, <gasps> and to see, the, to see the interaction and the awe and the wow on their faces, it was just mm-hmm. like, <sighs> I did it. Like, I mm-hmm. did it. It went from a mm-hmm. thought to I, like, the same reaction I had when I first saw it. It, it was just confirmation, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. You know, so it was that and to have, like, so one of the, um, one of the high-end event planners who was at my lunch party, um, he's based out of Houston and Atlanta, and mm-hmm. he actually, um, he does the sets for the Real Housewives of, of Atlanta. And by the sets, okay. I mean, you know, where they do a little recap, he does the staging of the set. Gotcha. Okay. But to have that person there at my lunch party and literally mm-hmm. engaging me and asking me questions, you mm-hmm. know, and it was mm-hmm. just like, oh, like, 
it was just it was just a wow moment. Like I did. Yeah. Yeah. And it was so it was that was that was my favorite. And then another one was um someone that I know personally. She branded a food truck for her daughter's second birthday. Aww. So she I think to, I may have seen that on your yeah, Instagram. She wanted to put her baby's face on there. And you know, I, I sent her mock ups and everything to, mm-hmm. you know, to get final confirmation. Mm-hmm. And you know, the food we were on time this time. You. And so <laughs> to um see so we got there an hour early and I told her, just come out. You know, she was busy getting all the decorations oh, and everything yeah. together. Like, come out, come out. Yeah. And her reaction, like she literally cried when she saw the truck. So again, oh. just a reminder that what you're I guess it was just what I'm doing, it actually had it resonates with people. Right. Right. There, there is this fear that it's so unique. I can't tell you the number of times I've talked to business, like big businesses who get the idea, but don't get the idea. Mm-hmm. So it can be frustrating. And so to see that these people got it and, and it resonated with them, that was, that was I my can, face. I can see that. I can see that. And something really interesting about the first event you mentioned, <laughs> the food truck being two hours late. So obviously, you know, that's that's a problem. A lot of people would freak out <laughs> given that. Yeah, yeah. But I, I want to ask you something about that because to me, that is just a reminder that things are not going to be perfect, but they can still turn out well. They can still be impactful. They can still be amazing. So, Misty, how do you deal with perfection or imperfection or are you okay with not being perfect or are you like me or recovering perfectionist I mean what's what's going on with the whole perfection thing I'm definitely not a perfectionist okay are you a Virgo good, good for you <laughs> look are you a Virgo no I'm a cancer okay. cancer okay um I'm not a perfectionist, but I want things to look a certain way, right? So I still have this marketing background, and Absolutely. I have an eye for things. Like, Absolutely. I can look at something and be like, ooh, I would never do that. Mm-hmm. Or, ooh, I love that. Like, so mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm, I like a clean look. Like, you know, I, li- I like what I like. Right. Um, so not a perfectionist. Want things to look the way I want them to look. But at this point, like you said, like, the show is going to go on. So are you going to go mm-hmm. on pissed, or are you going to make the best of it? Mm-hmm. And so at that launch mm-hmm. party, trying, you know, the whole thing was launching this branded food truck. What is this? People have questions. And so with it being two hours late, and there was also, just to be very clear, there was also an Astros game going on. Okay? Oh, boy. And, when, and, my, and when I was having the launch party, the, uh, people were parking, so there was nowhere to park. But let me tell you, so we were stressing about that at first, but it worked in my favor because now people are late to the launch party. But guess what? The truck hasn't arrived mm. because I was so concerned about people leaving early. Like this thing was supposed to start at uh, six o'clock mm-hmm. and your truck isn't here yet. I actually mm-hmm. had the opposite problem at the end of the night because we have to be out of the event venue by 11. I still had people right. hanging out around the truck. I still had the high end mm-hmm. event planners hanging out and taking pictures and doing videos. It was. Oh, boy. Yeah, so it worked out. So I think at, this, at, at the end of the day, I am learning. I have not learned completely, but I am learning. Trust the process. Mm-hmm. And I know we hear that a lot, but really, because mm-hmm. guess what? There's nothing. What could I have done? Got right. a helicopter to go get the food truck? Put the hell, you know, I mean, what the hell? What, what right. could I have done? Right. So, um, so, yeah, just learning as I go to just trust. It's going to work out. 
in my favor either way it goes. Oh, I like that. It is going to work out in my favor. Okay. So, all right, we're, we're going to have to, I don't want to, we're going to have to, to wrap up. Um, before we go, just a couple of, of more things, though. And I, you know, we talked about this earlier, how you feel about building organic relationships. And, and guys, Missy and I have, have talked about this. Now, of course, I am big on, you know, the digital space and leveraging digital marketing, social media, all that good stuff. However, I can appreciate where she's coming from as well because I also have a, a background in marketing, and obviously, I mean, I still <laughs> do marketing. Um, but I, I value and I understand the value in real relationships and making real connections. But I think now sometimes that gets lost because there is such a focus on the di digital space and social media, and we live in this social media world, share with us a few tips on how people can build lasting relationships, fruitful relationships, organically. Ooh, I like that. Okay, can I give a quick example? Certainly. I know we're wrapping up, and I know I can I like examples. <laughs> so I have hired several business coaches, Okay. Mm-hmm. And they have all, let me say this, I have, they have all gotten me to a certain level. You know, I think sometimes Ooh. people hire a coach and they, I'm supposed to be at this big now. No, they yeah. all, you know, it's a part of the process, right? But my favorite business coach was not my last one, but my one before that. He's based in Australia. Uh -huh. And I want to be clear, and my mindset is different now. He's the only business coach that I have that was a millionaire. So please, people, hire somebody that has what okay. you want that has the results, lesson yes. learned. Um, yes. yes. <laughs> but in Australia, you know, in the States, we're all about close the sales, close the sales, right. close the sales. Right. In Australia, he had me do some research on the 12 stages of intimacy for business. Oh, my goodness. So can I, can I just go, go into this for a second? So Yeah, I'm very interested. In let, let me get my pen again so I can take some more notes. Okay. Imagine, Rachel, that you are walking into a bar. You're going out with your girlfriends to have some drinks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And a guy is looking at you, and you're looking at him. Sure. Mm-hmm. And he walks up to you, and the first thing he wants to do is kiss you. <laughs> That's what we do as I Americans. Like we want to close the deal. Mm-hmm. The 12 stages of intimacy, look me in my eyes, shake my hand, smile mm -hmm. at me, get mm -hmm. to know me. So right. those are just like, you know, and then at the end of the, so when we do all of that, we build the relationship, right? We right. go out on a date. We got on another date. You meet my family, et cetera. And now we have built a partnership. Mm -hmm. So the same thing mm -hmm. for the most stages of intimacy for business, get to, I'm, Rachel, I'm getting to know you. Mm -hmm. Let's go have coffee. I'm not just trying to, oh, right. you have to have this food truck. You have to have your brand on this food truck. You're spending thousands of dollars on a billboard, and you only calculate right. impressions. Let's touch people. Well, okay, but no, wait, wait a minute, Misty. Let me stop you. Now, what do you say, though, to the, the business owner, entrepreneur, whoever, who's like, okay, but Misty, I don't have time for these 12 stages. I, I need to make a sale. I need to bring some money in the door. Hell, I do too. That's what I have to say. But <laughs> that's my truth. Um, I would say, 
say I do too. But I would say um, we want we want repeat business. Ooh. If I like you, mm. I'm going to because you I'm going to continue to buy from you. That's simple. Mhm. Mhm. That's simple. Why do people go to Chick Fil A? Because of how they're treated. Yeah. Yeah. Is it the best chicken in the world? It is good though. It is good, but is it the best? But yeah, the service is better. I can go to French's and it's either like my grandmama, you know, et cetera. But yeah. I know, I, I know, at Chick Fil A, the service is impeccable. I like the way I'm being treated, so I have no problem giving you eleven dollars for a doggone fast food meal. <laughs> but do you see uh-huh. where I'm going with that? Yeah. Yeah. So you can you can make a quick meal. I mean, quick meal. You can make a quick sale, but you right. want repeat. It's the repeat business because you spend more money trying to convert a new customer than you will getting a a repeat customer. So let's just build that relationship. Okay, Misty saying that was another gym. I, I need to say that again. What's you spend um, you spend more money trying to convert uh, a lead or a prospect into a customer. That mm. if, you, if you take the time to actually build a relationship, mm-hmm. and then I can just have you can just have repeat business because now I know. Oh gosh, whenever I need digital marketing, I can go to Rachel. You know how many people hit me up for digital marketing on a daily mm-hmm. basis in my mm-hmm. LinkedIn box, and the first message is, "I have what you need." I don't even know you. You can't have what I exactly. need because you know nothing about me. Exactly. No, I'm not doing business with you. Wow. Okay. Okay. Can you tell I'm passionate about this? I'm sorry. I, I can tell, but this, this is this is good stuff. Very good stuff. So, Misty, as we wrap up, walk us through a a typical day in in the life. How, how does your and I, <laughs> I I use the word typical loosely, but but just share with us. You know what what does a somewhat typical day look like in in the life of Misty and and Brand Appetit? Okay, so the life of Misty, I'm going to give you the truth. I am very transparent. Uh Uh-oh, well, we like that. I still do work for a company, a tech company that's in San Francisco. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I have to be very, and this is something I I fail at. I'll be honest, I'm trying to, this is, I'm working to do better at this. Sometimes I get frustrated. I don't want to work for them anymore. I want to do my Mm -hmm. own thing all day, day, every Mm -hmm. day, right? But I have to take advantage of where I am now. Misty, they're two hours behind you. So you get as much brand appetite mm-hmm. work as you can get done mm-hmm. between 7 and 10. Most of them get in the office at, you know, 9 o'clock. So they give right. you time. So mm-hmm. I am literally, I have to be very strategic with my calls, right. uh, with business. Right. I am such a, I, I, I'm one of those people, Rachel, I, I keep a to-do list mm-hmm. and I knock that mm-hmm. bad boy out. Because the sooner I can get that stuff done, I can work on the stuff that I really want to do. Right. So that can look like anything from uh, rebuilding my media kit to talking to a a rap company in Florida, getting better pricing, talking to the food Mm -hmm. truck community in Atlanta. Uh, Like you said, typical. Mm, Going to do an interview with a food truck. So just trying to – my goal is to stay in a space that I want to be in. Mm-hmm. Again, get rid of that mm-hmm. lack mindset of, oh, I don't, I'm tired of working for them. Well, honey, they're giving you a good amount of money right now. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> so but just, just, 
that's important. So just taking advantage of where I am. So the typical, the typical mindset on a daily basis is, oh, okay, it's quiet. I have downtime. Okay, but what can I do? What, how can I maximize this? What networking mm-hmm. event can I go to? You know, mm-hmm. what workshop can I go to? Mm-hmm. So. Okay. Okay. Makes sense. Makes, makes a lot of sense. So, Misty, share with us how can people connect with you? Where, where can they find out more about the, the amazing brand appetite and what you do? And, if, if so, and it also, share with us who is kind of your best client? Like, who do you mostly work with? Okay. Uh, so to answer your first question, you can find me at brandappetite.com or on mm-hmm. Instagram, uh, brandappetite. And appetite is just appetite without the E. <laughs> um, or or if you want to follow the blog, the, uh, at the food truck lady on Instagram. Mm-hmm. My, the and we'll include this in the show notes as well, guys. Thank you. Um, my ideal, ideal client, I would say, Rachel, is someone who is looking to have a large presence at a trade show or a convention mm, okay. or a festival, you're look, you know, you know, they're, you know, they're going to be a hundred other festivals. I mean, a uh, hundred other vendors there. Sure. So what can you mm-hmm. do to stand out? Mm. You know, so if you go to Essence mm-hmm. or if you go to BeautyCon in LA or even OTC here in Houston and mm-hmm. you want to get people's mm-hmm. attention, let's talk. Let's talk about if a branded food truck, putting your brand, your company's brand, and let's talk about your marketing promotion, be it we pass out, cupcakes and champagne and your marketing material. But if you want that large mm-hmm. presence and you really want to um, engage all of your customers' five senses, let's have a conversation. Oh, I, I love that. Engage your five senses, your customers' five senses, guys. That Again, the, the, you know, you don't hear stuff like that all the time. That's not your, your average marketing campaign. So, I think that is amazing. So thank you very much for joining us, Misty. I know you guys got a ton of value out of this. So I'm encouraging you to go back and listen again because you probably missed something. Okay. Go go back and check it out again. And if you have not already subscribed, I don't know what, what you're waiting on. You, you should subscribe. You should share. As I often say, don't keep this all to yourself. Tell your friend, tell your homie, tell your significant other, tell your significant mother, tell your mentor, tell your mentee, tell someone who wants to be free. Yes, I said that. Tell them about the Project Get Out Your Own Way podcast. So this has been Rachel Wilson Thibodeau with Misty Buard. Until next time, take care and take some action. Thank you, Rachel. Thank you, guys.